Hi, this is Steve O'Mooney, and you're listening to another great production on the 4i Radio Network. Don't forget to check out all the other great shows that I'm on, such as All White Tukey, Jedi, Sith, Ewok, Do You Even Brony Bro, Codename Sites Omega, Socially Awkward, Longbox Cast, The Idiot Section, and Arcade Bros. Also, don't forget to check out all the other great shows that we have on our network, because we're giving you stuff every single day of the week. You got Appropriate Inappropriate. You got Your Majesty's Secret Podcast, The Fro Show, 12A Production, Straight Out of Austin, and so much more every day of the week to help you get by your work day. So go ahead, check us out, subscribe. Don't forget to check out other weird shows such as The Underground Railroad, The Ranger Command Power Hour, and other shows. There's so much on this network. We're just we're giving you stuff away for free. We're just giving it away for you for free. So many, okay? So you can't even yell at us for giving you the free funny every day of the week to help you get through those grueling days at work. So do yourself a favor. Click on our like pages on all of our great shows. Check us out. Don't forget to listen to a live show of The Socially Awkward every Friday. And don't forget to keep up on the funny with every show every day of the week. Come on. What else do you got to lose? Who can you trust? If you can't trust the government, you can trust me, Steve-O. Because I'm the best person you can trust. So go ahead. Check out www.4iradio.com and check out all of our great shows on the network. So many. Do it right now. Do yourself a favor and do it right now. Come on. You got nothing else going on at work? Might as well just listen to some funny. Boom. We got you covered. Lates. That's right, kids. This is your good pal, Steve-O, from 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk about a great person. Now, think about it. Who are you going to call when your logo looks like shit? You want a kick-ass logo. You want people to see your logo and go, you know what? That's an awesome logo. I wonder who did that logo. Well, I'll tell you who could do your logos for you. Check out Raven Designs. Special care of your work. Special inquiries? Check her out. She's got everything. Ravencruise.com is the place to go because you want a kick-ass logo. You want to stand above the rest. I guarantee it. You hear this song in the background? You know these guys have a kick-ass logo. It's a recognizable logo. And I guarantee it if Raven was back in that time period, she probably would have made it for them. And they would have been like, hells yeah, people know who we are because we got Raven Designs behind us. Check out RavenCruise.com if you want a kick-ass logo for business cards. Maybe you want to put it on a car. These guys did. Maybe you want to put it uh, on your building. You want something kick-ass. You want something that people can see and just go, this is awesome. Check out RavenCruise.com. And you know what? Do it. Do it right now. You got nothing else going on for you right now. Get a kick-ass logo. Check out her artwork, ravencruise.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Codename Site Omega Cast. I know it's been like since I think May since we did one where I had my guest host uh, Eric Berry on. Uh, we just saw the Godzilla movie, so we talked about the new one. Uh, but here's a brand new episode. Uh, of course, you can find us at www.facebook.com backslash COD site omega cast we finally got the facebook name because before i couldn't get it also if you want to follow us on twitter it's at site omega uh just feel free to tweet us we sometimes throw out questions we threw out a question last time we did a show but then i don't think anyone cared so we haven't really touched anything uh like i think it was going to be like if you could in the next godzilla movie who would you like to see godzilla fight but no one if they did answer i probably didn't check the twitter because i'm so good at twittering 
I'm like the man at Twitter. No, I'm not. I'm horrible. <laughs> um, of course, you can find our show at sociallyawkwardstudios.com, part of the 4i Radio Network, also on .com. We're going to be on Speaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Backberry, Blueberry Podcast, Miro Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, SoundCloud, and Player FM. And I will say this, if you do like the show, go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes and send us a little, write us a comment. Put whatever you like. Be like, I like you guys. I hate you guys. Get rid of this show. It's horrible. You're just wasting bandwidth now. We will take anything. Uh, of course, we're brought to you by Raven Designs, Illustrate and Designs to fit your personal personality. I fucked that up. I don't really care. Take two. It doesn't matter. We just keep. I don't even edit this. Uh, for samples and inquiry, visit ravencruise.com. Of course, I know she right now is at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which I probably might throw this out on Facebook. Just be like, hey, look, my birthday is next week. People just pick me up some swag. Come on. But anyways, in the studio tonight is hopefully my permanent co-host, unless right off the bat right now, what he's heard from me just was like, <laughs> I got a fucking bail. Uh, we have Simon. Simon, where can people find you? Are you on the interwebs? I am on the interwebs. Uh, my website is sinkingshipprod.com, Sinking Ship Productions. Uh, I do mostly film work, but I've had an interest in podcasting, so I figured, you know, why not give it a try? Okay, cool, cool. Do you have a Twitter or anything uh, like that? I do not tweet, and people are amazed when I say that, but I just, I do Facebook, and I don't don't have the patience for, for another social media. I got you. What about Instagram, or that's also part of that? I am have been thinking about getting into Instagram because my girlfriend's on there, and she wants me to be on there, so... I'm probably going to be on Instagram. I will say this. Instagram, <laughs> this is what I liked about Instagram. Instagram, of course, we're not really even talking about Godzilla right now because this is, I like to I like to ease our guests in. Exactly. I like to yep. ease, but, but he might not even be a guest host. He might actually be a permanent host. If he can tolerate me and my shenanigans, because uh, obviously he just said he has a girlfriend, so obviously he has a social life. Me, on the other hand, no social life. So <laughs> uh, I'm it, like a fucking firecracker. No, I'll go it, off in your hand. I don't care. My social circle extends to my girlfriend, and then after that, eh, you know. <laughs> hey, at least, hey, hey, it's something. It's not, it's not me where I'm going. My social circle extends to my hand, and my hand has unfriended me. Nope. So, that, nope. that's right. If you want to go follow my friend on Twitter, it's my hand. <laughs> um, but anyways, you saw the new Godzilla movie. Now, yes. uh, basically, we met at Phoenix Comic Con yep. a couple of months ago, and we chit-chatted, and I know our schedule, or my schedule's been hectic, because it's like I almost lost a job, and then they transferred to a new branch, and then I finally got on the new schedule, mm -hmm. and we just kept missing each other. So finally, this was like the week where I had nothing going on, yep. and then you hit me up out of the blue. I was like, yes, let's do this. Absolutely. And you hit me you hit me at a perfect time, because like literally tomorrow and Friday, like I'm booked yeah. for uh, doing other podcasts. But um, So before further ado, we talked about uh, the Godzilla and... And you were interested, and you seem to be a big fan of Godzilla. Oh, yeah. So let's let's dive into your childhood. Um, let's dive in. Let's yeah. go. What, what year was it? What was the year that made you just be it, like, "This is it"? It was ninety eight. I was eight years old. Damn. Um, and wait, you were eight. Wait, how old are you? I'm only twenty three. Oh damn. Yep. <laughs> Fucking old guy again. <laughs> I know Eric feels. Yep. Yep. Uh, but no, it was 98, and I was eight years old, and my dad, um, biological father, he uh, had me for the weekend, and while I was with him, rented movies, uh, we used to go to the video store when those things still existed. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, kids are like, what's that? Yeah, exactly. It's like Netflix, except you have to go nope. somewhere and pick it up nope. and then come home and, and watch it and then return it. it and rewind it and then send it. Remember yeah. the fee? Yeah. There was a fee if you yep. didn't rewind. Yep. That was I such bullshit. Anyway, so walking down the aisles, my uh, dad pointed out Godzilla and it was Godzilla versus Mothra, Ooh. which was the first one I ever saw. And nice. when I saw that one. I didn't know what it was, and he's like, you don't know what Godzilla is? Nope. And he basically made it his mission to change that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we got three Godzilla flicks. It was uh, Godzilla versus Mothra. There was Godzilla and King Ghidorah. Ooh, nice. And then there was the one where G uh, Godzilla fought uh, Rodan. Okay, okay. Which the names escape me. I just remember. I think the who one Godzilla I'm trying to remember where he fights for. I mean, it might just be Godzilla versus Rodan because I don't think they added monster in it. Because the first one was just Godzilla, and then the mm -hmm. next one it was like Godzilla raids again. I think was yeah. the second one, and then I think 
I don't have Wikipedia up, so if people are going to be like, just Google it, fuck you. I don't have a Googler. <laughs> I don't have just a guy working the soundboard. I do yep. everything. Yep. But I think the third one, and I could be wrong, I want to, I, I think it was, might have been Godzilla versus King Kong, but I'm not sure. Me neither. If it's not that one, it might be the Mothra one. But anyways, anyway. sorry, I'll do this. I'll just plug in my own little... <laughs> Yeah, just uh, leave some dead air, and then you'll record your voice and sample it in later. So just dead air? <laughs> no, 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 you're good. You're good. <laughs> All right. So. Okay, so very good. So you got three good films, and immediately you were hooked? I was, it, yeah, it, when I was a kid, I was always running around jumping, just doing stupid crap, and... Uh, I was huge into the Power Rangers and whatnot and mm. all this stuff. And I always liked the monsters and Power Rangers more than I actually liked the Power Rangers. <laughs> so Very nice. I was kind of weird like that. And then all of a sudden these movies just kind of showed up where it was like, actually, the monster's kind of a bad guy, but really he's kind of a good guy too. And that is what kind of hooked me where it was, you know, two monsters battling it out. And Very nice. One wasn't actually good, but he was the one everyone was rooting for. Yes, yes. That was always, that was always nice. Because, yeah, he he started off as a bad guy. And then even in the second movie, it was more of a, they both just kind of came, I think it was him fighting, fuck, I want to say Gammer? No, not camera what's the it was that weird one with the spiky yeah shell or whatnot mm -hmm. but like they just were fighting and then the, like all the you know all the people in the movie were just like well if one of them kills the other then we still have to worry about the other ones we got to get rid of them both so mm -hmm. still like he wasn't even a good guy yet yeah so, um no. no but he he uh godzilla has definitely evolved along those lines as time has gone on people have uh kind of shied away from let's shoot at godzilla and they uh are much more rooting for godzilla yes which as just weird as the one with um god what's his name the Godzilla movie they made in what was it was it 2000 98 you 90, mean the the American yeah, the one American where Godzilla? I say it's I say it's not a Godzilla film I go it's a great monster film yeah well they didn't do Godzilla right, but one thing I think they did do right is when uh, they capture Godzilla on the bridge, or Zilla is, you know, they call yeah. him now, catch Zilla on the bridge and start shooting it. It's not, it's a very somber moment. It's very uh, muted, and instead of, yay, we killed the monster, it's, oh, we killed the monster. Yeah, yeah. So, props to them on that one. Same in the in the new movie, which I really love. They... I yes, uh, I love the new movie. It's uh, finally got a release date. Um, I did post it on Facebook. I guess September nineteenth. I think it's coming out finally yeah. on Blu-ray. I'm kind. Of, I'm really hoping for a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I guarantee you and I will probably watch it, and then we'll be all like, just the only thing I had with the movie was I was like, you could have easily cut out forty-five minutes of that movie. Oh, uh, bullshit! Yep. With because yep. literally, uh, spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, if you haven't seen the movie yet, and you're listening to this podcast, um, what the fuck? I. As soon as the movie is out on DVD, Statute of Limitations on spoilers is over, so well, we I only saw, got I, a little bit of time left. So. I, will say, I will say spoilers, just in case, if you're still listening, but there's that part where Brian Cranston characters dies, and you're kind of like, I'm like, wait, he's dead? That's I, it? Yeah. I was just like blown away, and then I'm yeah. like, I really don't care about this family. Yeah. Well, okay, there was so much of the marketing um, focused on Cranston. Yes. I mean, he was huge. He wasn't uh, excluded from any commercial. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was almost as big that was as like their, Godzilla. Yeah, that was, that was their selling point. Yeah, that was such a huge pull. And then the very first minute, I figured he'd just be, you know, injured, and then he'd come back. That's and, what I thought. I thought he'd be cut from the middle act, come back strong. Yeah, he was the, the one that comes back and's all like, "Oh, I know how to, I know what we need to do," like yeah. kind of thing. And you're like, "That's all right. what I thought," but no, he just fell from the bridge, and I was like, "Oh, well, that sucks." And then it's like, "Oh wait, he's dead." Oh well, that really. I was like, <laughs> apparently, apparently, spoilers have not seen the movie yet, but apparently, the same thing happens with Gary Oldman's character in the new Planet of the Apes. Mm. Where, like, they're pushing him, like, it's Gary Oldman, he's in it, or whatnot. And then people are like, yeah, he's in it, and then he's gone. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm left with these people. I don't care about Yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. And it's weird. I, it's it's a very interesting mindset, but a lot of movies that have come out with um, creatures or animals or uh, monsters or what have you, it's so odd, but people are rooting more for the creatures and animals and monsters than they are for the actual people. Yeah, yeah, but no, it was true. Well, this is the thing I hated with the Godzilla movie, and I already know this one didn't even finish uh, the weekend yet, and they're all like, we're doing two more. 
Like it mm. just blew everything out of the box office yep. and stuff. The only thing I say, I'm like, okay, look, you, we got the background story. Let's focus more on some monster fighting. Yeah. Because I will say this, like when they first did the monster fight in the movie, I was like, that's that's genius. Actually, they did a really good job. Kids mm-hmm. watching it on TV and stuff. But then it's like yeah. every time he showed up, it's like they let's focus on yeah. family. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I think the first time worked really well because it was that that really monumental build up to seeing Godzilla and. Uh, kind of witnessing what he was gonna do. Oh yeah, and so it was that build up where you're, uh, the camera's just tracking along the full length of his body, mm-hmm. and then it gets to his head, and he's just standing there, and then he leans in and he roars. Oh, and that to me was just, I, it basically at that moment, uh, I quit being 23 and I regressed to an eight year old. Yes, kid, yes, I went and back. I was just like. Well, I'm in. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and I love that. I always talk about the scene, so if people have not seen the movie yet, when you go to watch the scene, you have to really, I mean, the animators did such a great job, but you have to look at this scene. So mm-hmm. basically the one, moto, the Muto is destroying the airport and everything like that, yep. and literally, like, it pans over. It does a, I, I thought the core, the, just the choreographicking with the film and stuff, they did a great job. There's, like, explosions going, it's following it, everything like that, and then literally you just see Godzilla's foot come down on yep. the other side of the airport. And how they even shot it was, like, inside the airport yep. so you're just watching it like all the people inside the airports watching so they did a great job and i just love it because it literally before it even pans up you see the muto look over and yep. like roar at him and literally you have to look at godzilla's body movement <laughs> you really do he literally looks at him and does this kind of like head cock like really bitch yeah. and then does his roar and you're just like oh it's on yeah like, this thing is fucked yep and again even uh after they cut to the family and living room little kids watching it on tv uh, the Muto's just basically like, well, I'm out. And the oh, yeah. entire scene that you see on the TV is Godzilla trying to drag this thing down. And the Muto's just like, bro, stop. Stop. Yeah, bro. no, like, it, that's what I loved about it. Because the Muto, the first Muto he fights is like the male one. It was very small. Yeah. Um, I would say the second one that he fights was like probably his size, maybe a little bit bigger yeah. or whatnot. But yeah, that little one was literally like the only way it had like any angle on him was flying and jumping like on his back. Yep. You even saw that, like he'd grab it and like throw it off and be like, yep. what the fuck? And then immediately jumped on his back again. Yep. But yeah, I mean, they did a fantastic job with that. So, I mean, yeah. like granted, yes. Uh, if you do watch a lot of Godzilla movies, like this to me was like the best kind of fight scene we've seen so far because yeah. I mean, it's updated and everything like that even with the old movies, there are some good fight scenes when it yeah. gets into that part where, and every film did this, when it gets into the little bit of campiness of yep. Godzilla, there's some shit that he does. that you are like, really? Yeah. Like exactly. there's even the, the, um, I'm trying to think it's, oh, I cannot remember. It's on Netflix now, so you can check it out, but there's a Godzilla fl- uh, flick and it's Godzilla and Rodan are taken to Planet X. It's actually, I think it's called Godzilla versus Monster X. I think. It, that's yeah, I think, yeah, Godzilla versus Monster X in that scene. Uh, Godzilla and Rodan show up. They fight off King Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. King Ghidorah flies away. And then Godzilla starts uh, dancing. Yeah, he does this dance. He, like, jumps in the air and, like... It's such a weird oh, scene, yeah. and you, I you watch, can't stop laughing it's, at it. But. Uh, like, you have to watch it, because it's just fucking ridiculous. There's even one, I forget what movie it is, but, like, he goes, like, he jumps up and just, like, starts blowing air and just, like, flies across, like, the ocean. Yeah. Gets, <laughs> and you're just like, really? Yep. Or he does, or it might even be in that one, uh, Monster X, where he does that weird jump, and he's, like, on his tail, and it's just him, like, scooting across, oh, and he does, and like, he that like, kick. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Just, like, so, yeah, don't get me wrong, with guys in rubber suits... You can't really do too much. I mean, yeah. granted, Power Rangers has pretty much done a pretty good job, I guess, now. I haven't seen any of the new ones. We'll I, have to talk to Eric Berry about that because yeah. he's our Power Ranger guy on the network. Yeah, yeah so, no, um, definitely when it comes to just the quality of Godzilla and whatnot, the new movie is hands down the best so far. It's probably uh, even my favorite right now, um, beating yeah. out all the classics. Before this one, Godzilla 2000 was... Yeah, Godzilla 2000 was a really good one. Even, like, the ones when they got into, like, after that one. That was, like, Japan's retaliation to be like, <laughs> yeah. fuck America. Yeah. And then they started the saga. Like, you can get those now on Blu-ray and everything like that, yeah. which... And it's just, like, the costume design of Godzilla and stuff like that. Like, actually, one of the coolest costumes line I like of Godzilla was the one where he actually just had white eyes. Yeah, like in the new ones, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty badass." Yeah, um, but yeah, they've done some, they've done some fucking great um, things with Godzilla. But yeah, this new movie, I really think they they pulled together and did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even the director is, I think he's coming back to do. I'm not sure both of them, but I already know that 
Ryan Singer grabbed him. He's like, hey, you're working on X-Men Apocalypse with me now. Yeah. So if someone like that grabs you to help you write shit, it's yep. like you've already know you've done a good job. Yeah. You know, exactly. the 1998 people are just like, fuck. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, the 90s, you know, people nowadays, uh, my generation, kind of look back at them with this nostalgic fondness. But it's to me, it's no different than the 70s and 80s. Yeah, some cool stuff came out of it. But, man, there was a lot of just garbage you have to sift through to find all the great. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I even tell people. Well, that was the same thing I felt about Cloverfield. Cloverfield, yes. like, I thought it was a good monster movie yep. and stuff. I just, just like, just when you got to finally see the monster, mm-hmm. I was like, what? Did an alien have sex with broccoli? Like, what the yeah. fuck is this? Like, Well, and it was one of those things. Even um, I, at the school I went to uh, college. I had a friend whose instructor was famous for monster design. That's all he did. Mm. Uh, he um, he even redesigned Cthulhu. Oh, really? And made like a, a cl- um, it was a clay figurine of Cthulhu, but oh, reimagine cool. the way he thought Cthulhu would look, oh. and it looks phenomenal. I mean, it just looks amazing. When he saw Cloverfield. It, one of the first things he did was just like, what the heck? <laughs> like, what is it? <laughs> well, that's what I don't get. It's like, like, don't get me wrong. I love J.J. Abrams. Yeah. J.J. Abrams made that a uh, monster. And then he did a reference to that same monster in the Star Trek movie being like, hey, these things are in outer space and stuff like that. But I was like, that's fine. He designed it and that's fine. That's his take. But it's like, even the Mutos, I was like, these look like the fucking Cloverfield monster. Yeah. I yeah. mean, a little bit better looking, but it, like, is that all Americans know how to do? We just yeah. know how to design like these weird, like, spindly legged yeah i'm just like yeah Yeah, i'm not a big uh even i really like godzilla's kind of new design um i know in japan they were saying godzilla got fat which i'm like have you seen the old godzilla's like he was kind of chunky there yeah well and so um i like how they made him bigger and uh stronger and he wasn't he never really ran anywhere i mean He's Godzilla. Whatever. If he's going to something, it's just going to wait for him to get there or it's going to piss him off. I mean, that's... I like that. He didn't rush. He didn't run. The fastest he moved was when he was swimming, which yes. makes sense which, because, yeah. I mean, something that massive can propel itself, you know, great distances very easily. That was actually a thing I actually noticed with um, the Godzilla movie, too, is, like, he really didn't just smash through buildings. Yeah. He just kind of went around them. And I kind of also said that to him, like, I understand you do that for a monster movie where it's got to break everything. But I'm like, you think a monster is almost kind of like a, like, if you look at it from a bug scale. Yeah. A bug, you know, really doesn't, like, if it could climb on something, it'll climb on something. But it's not really just going to be like, I'm going to smash through all this thing and stuff like that. Like, he just kind of maneuvered yeah. around stuff. And then even kind of like the Mudos did the same, too. And it wasn't yeah. up until they got to a certain point where they're just like, oh, I need a... I'm going to break through this or whatnot. It really wasn't until they were, like, getting into in fights. In the city, yeah. When they were in the city, that I mean, it was inevitable that a building was going to get Oh, yeah, collapsed. yeah. You, yeah, you, so. you knocked somebody. But even when he was in, like, the city, like, he, mm-hmm. he wasn't just like, oh, I'm just going to walk through this building. He was, like, literally just kind of going around. Following going, the roadways. Yeah, yeah, just be like, I'm going to go find what I need to get. Yeah, so I was, was like... <laughs> So, I mean, I did like it. It was just like, just like, even we were saying the same thing. We were just like, we saw it in theaters. I'm like, it was really good, but I'm just like, could we just cut out 45 minutes of just the people? Yeah. Like, and I really yeah. hope the Blu-ray has extended monster fights, because that's something you really wanted. Yeah. Um, how many, there was actually, I don't know if this happened to you, but a lot of people who didn't know Godzilla, and you're watching the film and that part where his tail starts to light up. Yes. Like. I Holy. I fucking lost into the yep. film. I was just like, "Oh, you're going to get." I I was basically the annoying black guy. Yep. Like I'm sitting with Matt Renfro and he's like, "Dude, shut the fuck yep. up." No, nope. I legitimately um my girlfriend was sitting in the chair beside me and the tail lit up and I was looking at the screen and the tail lit up and I turned to look at her and we both just stared at each other. We were like kids, just wide-eyed, yeah. wonder, mouth hanging open because we both knew what was coming. We were just like, oh, like it's going to happen. Oh, I, just fu- I just fucking love that. And yeah, it was absolutely. Just great Because it was literally like at that part where it's like, oh, this guy's fucked. Yeah. And all of a sudden you were like, because Godzilla was out of the game at this point. Like he got injured or something like that. And all of a sudden you see this. Yep. I'm like, and I literally was just like, oh, you just got fucked. Yep. Bro. And people yep. in the audience were like, shut up. <laughs> What's going on? And then I just love his finishing move. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. I, that I, was why I loved Godzilla 2000 so much. Because in Godzilla 2000, that weird alien spaceship comes down and kind of makes yeah, it was like, like the a smog clo- monster. Or yeah, something. it makes like, like a clone of Godzilla almost. And it's this big silvery thing. 
and it starts to swallow Godzilla. And as it's swallowing Godzilla, they're like, oh, you know, all the people are like, oh, no, it's over. And yeah. everyone's like, shit, uh, things are, you know, it's all about to hit the fan. And then it's halfway done swallowing Godzilla. And then you just see Godzilla's tail yeah. begin to light up. And I was just like, oh, say, as a kid, yeah. I lost it. I was bouncing off the walls after that because then Godzilla just blows it apart from the inside out and just completely yeah. destroys it. And in this one, as soon as he grabbed the Muto's like mouth, I thought he was gonna pull uh, King Kong. That's Peter what I thought Jackson too. I was King like, Kong. I was like, oh wow, is he, if they're really referencing that, I'm like, that's actually kind of clever too. I'm like, that's kind of like an homage, and then all of a sudden they're like, I'm gonna homage it, but I'm gonna put my own twist on it. Yep. And I was just like, oh, you fucked. Yep. And then just exactly. him holding the head afterwards like a fucking trophy. I was yep. just like, oh fuck. Yeah. And but, I, the ending, I love the ending when Godzilla just finishing moves kind of looks around at the city mm-hmm. and then he just falls down. Yeah. And you know, he just lays there and then afterwards it's the it's in broad daylight and people are just like taking pictures yeah. and like looking at Godzilla and I think there's one asshole who's like climbing on him and whatnot and yeah. he's just like, dude <laughs> But then he he stands up. Yeah. And he stands up and the TV's showing him and across the ticker across the bottom it says uh, uh San Francisco savior question mark. Yeah, and, and then like it's it's going and yeah. and yeah, and then you see another one which I thought was beautiful. It's like King of the Monsters. You're just like, yep. oh yeah, yep. and it was just great because it's all like he just goes right back into the ocean yeah. and stuff. <laughs> well, we were joking around. We we're saying like like he just got invited to a kegger, yeah. <laughs> partied the fuck out, and they just yeah. pass and they just get up. It's like later, bros. Yep. You gotta clean this up because I gotta get me some nachos. <laughs> yep, exactly. And they're all like, oh Godzilla, like, fish tacos, bro. <laughs> yeah, brah. I got a bail, brah. Yep, I could totally say, and I love. I didn't like how much of the uh, that they showed the humans, yeah. but I liked the human connection to Godzilla because there's a point where Godzilla's laying on the ground and he's just he's just on his stomach laying on the ground, and the soldier who's I didn't even bother to remember uh, the guy's name. I I don't know his name, but he's the guy who played Kick Ass. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he he runs up and he's you know he's all just exhausted and covered from head to toe in dirt and yeah. grime and his clothes are all ripped and tattered and he's standing in the street and he turns to his left and it's just Godzilla's uh head yeah and he's just Godzilla's head and he's just laying there and then he looks to the left and they like stare at each other for a minute and I like that kind of human connection where it's literally just like dude I'm so tired of this shit <laughs> like yeah, that moment yeah, that they this, passed well that's just funny because they both just like he just ended up I think killing the small Mudo and then like the other guy just blew up the one thing's eggs or something yeah. like that and they're both just looking at each other like dude are we done yet yeah exactly like, <laughs> exactly like, so, they both just had this this look, look about them it was so good but yep. I mean it, it was good I think it, it was actually kind of cool because I did not expect two monsters in that movie yeah like I was like we're gonna get a new monster which I even said I was like I hope we get a new monster because I hated when the trailers came out people were like that's Rodan diving into the thing I was like no that's a fucking aircraft that's in the air yeah. that fell down and then people yep. were like no it's Mothra I'm like no it's no yeah I'm like I, was, I go I was really pulling for a new monster because I said that too. I go, look, we're gonna get a little bit of Godzilla's backstory, which I thought they did a beautiful job just in the beginning with the credits. Yeah, I think that was a great opening for yep. that movie. That was phenomenal. And then yeah, it's like everyone kind of knows Godzilla. They kind of talked a little bit about where he came from, where he might have done, and things like that. But then they did that whole like thing, and then you learned about the new monsters. Because now I'm like, well, now we know what Godzilla is. So then when we do see a sequel, you yeah. can build a story around another monster. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I really liked how they. Um, kept true to kind of summary because uh when toho created godzilla uh their very first thing was this is the uh this is what happens after the atomic bomb yes um it was very very much this is the effect the a-bomb could have you know a very drastic and uh dramatized sort of outcome but Godzilla was always uh, originally he was meant to represent the atomic bomb and the destruction that radioactive anything will, ha- yes. will have. You know, uh, a simple lizard all of a sudden becomes this giant monster that rampages around yes. because of nuclear power. And Toho kind of created it with that image in mind. And in the new one, I love how the very beginning they reference what they were trying to 
kill it with was uh, an atomic bomb. Yes. That was their cover. The atomic bomb testing Mm -hmm. wasn't what created Godzilla. It's what they were trying to do to kill Godzilla. Yeah, I really... Which I thought was really interesting yeah it was such a good idea like they did they did so many key that's what i loved about they really kept true to the source material which is already off the bat i was like okay the director knew exactly what he was doing yeah like he obviously is a fan or he actually was like even if he wasn't a fan he was like well i'm gonna go back and research this shit oh yeah yeah um but great stuff so i know we talked about it so second movie comes out second i don't know when it's coming out or whatnot what would you like to see in this second movie i will say this though i was kind of hoping that island that the uh, the first attack happened where the mm. nuclear place. But I I have a feeling. I don't know if I'm right. It might just be me being kind of like a nerd going like, please be. I yeah. have a feeling that might be the new Monster Island. Yeah. Um. Well, if you I don't know if you, uh, you read about it. There was in their home they had a uh, when they went back when Brian Cranston and what's his face went back to the <laughs> island. <laughs> Uh, and Brian walking. Cranston and Jesse. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian Cranston and whoever else is on. I'm just gonna call Brian him Jesse Cran- Pinkman yeah, from exactly, Breaking Bad. So. Exactly. No, uh, it's really hard to be on screen with Brian Cranston. You're not yeah, gonna no. get in. <laughs> like it's just it's bad for you. Anyway, so they go back to the island. When they go through their old home, there was a fish tank set up. Yes. And in the top left of the fish tank, there was a piece of tape that said Mothra. Yes. So there was, you know, that little kind of nod mm-hmm. uh, where they used to have a pet and it was named Mothra. So if that first island kind of becomes the new Monster Island, that'd be so cool. <laughs> that'd be sick. Well, that was the funny part. When they showed up at the island, I was really kind of hoping they were going to actually call the island uh, Cyto Omega. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, oh, because that was that's basically where I got the name for the podcast because there was yep. one movie where they actually just called it co. It was called Codename Side Omega, yep. which is funny because when I was trying to find names for this podcast, like everything was taken. It was like Godzilla, uh, Podzilla was taken. Oh, of course. Uh, of course. I'm like no brainer. <laughs> then they had like Monster Island was taken, like all these things. I'm like, okay, what hasn't been taken? So I went on. I'm searching. I'm going like this. I'm like, what's another name for this island? Maybe there's a Japanese name yeah. or something like that. Like something. What could you, you know? Yeah. And then I just saw, oh, in one in a few movies, it was actually called Codename Side Omega, and I was all like well, let's find out if it's taken it wasn't taken jumped right on that shit so oh, yep, yep, yep. but yeah no yeah i'm really looking forward to it. i don't think we're gonna i want to say maybe what was it 2017 maybe i don't know exactly what their timeline is but if i had a chance to have any input on the second movie um i would basically make it more about uh godzilla has always to me shined when uh, he, it's him versus just some obscenely overwhelming odds. Uh, that those were always my favorite movies because again, Godzilla 2000, he almost lost, and yes. then boom, lightning tail blasted the hell out of the thing that was swallowing him. Uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Yes, Mechagodzilla, they shows up and just puts the pounding on Godzilla for like the first 45 minutes of that movie. Yeah, and then Godzilla comes back. So I think. What they did well in this first one was the two Mutos tag teaming against Godzilla. What Mm -hmm. I would love to see is if they make that Monster Island, basically two or even three creatures from Monster Island begin to kind of awaken and activate Mm -hmm. and they come to the mainland and then godzilla just you know goes in and basically godzilla just puts the hurt on yeah every you know just he's handing out ass whoop (laughs) yeah which is funny because i'm trying to think of like i would because i know a lot of people like i know well eric doesn't know too much of uh godzilla or whatnot but he was just like i don't want to see a mecha godzilla it's just like seeing the same godzilla but Mm. i was like i would love to see a mecha godzilla in this film i wouldn't say like do it as the next film or whatnot but i'm just trying to think about like how could you do it story-wise because originally like they built godzilla and then it's like it looks like godzilla and he's breaking the like buildings and everything and then godzilla shows up is like what the fuck is this you know kind of thing yeah and then like he starts beating they start fighting and then all of a sudden starts chipping away and basically like it's like how would you take like everyone knows godzilla's a savior it's like how could you turn it into a bad guy unless you built godzilla mecha godzilla because godzilla hasn't shown up yeah. And shit's happening. It's like, well, we got this plan, and then the thing goes haywire or something like that, and it starts attacking stuff. That could so, work. Yeah, I, could, I mean, I could see but that. I would love to see a Mecha Godzilla, oh, especially like yeah. with the Pacific with, Rim yeah, shit they've done. Yeah, and Absolutely. Which, I'm curious, because they did announce Pacific Rim 2. Yep. They're both by the same legendary pictures. Yep. Do you think we're going to get a crossover? If we get a crossover between Godzilla and Pacific Rim, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be awesome. I will legitimately 
lose I just, all of my I will gear. say this. The only input I have on that, do whatever you want to do. Just name one of the Pacific Rim robots, uh, Jet Jagger. <laughs> well, it's funny. I actually, uh, you know how they have um, two pilots to pilot Jaegers? Yeah. I was reading up on it. Apparently, each pilot gives a name. Oh, yeah. And they just mesh those two names. Oh. And that's how they get it. Like, uh, what's it? Gypsy Danger with, it was Charlie Hunnam's character and his brother, uh, Ianto, I think it is. Yes. Uh, Ianto basically was like Gypsy because he was thinking of like the... Uh, World War II bombers and okay. uh, Charlie Hunnam's character was like danger because we're gonna you know yeah. kick some ass. So that's how Gypsy, oh, okay. Gypsy Danger. So basically, you need somebody's all like, oh, I was in uh, I was in jet I was into jet skis. Yeah. So jet, <laughs> and then the other guy's like, I just like Jaeger. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm always drunk. So jet Jagger. Yep. Sounds kind of like it. Whatever. Yep. Exactly. Uh, uh, no, literally, like Pacific or Rim. They're, they're just really, really big Mick Jagger fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or it is McJagger. Yes, McJagger is yes, one of the pilots. Exactly. Let's br- it's Jet Li. Let's bring McJagger back. And it's team Jet up with Jet Li. It's Jet Li. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jet Jagger. Oh man, that'd be fantastic. You just wrote Pacific Rim Three, people. You are welcome. Guillermo you, del Toro. Yeah, you're welcome, America. Exactly. Oh, God. Okay. So, I think this is going to work out beautifully, this podcast now. I agree. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes. No. Um, but, yeah, if if uh, they're both they're both legendary pictures, if we see a crossover, that would be phenomenal. That because would be. it would open up the chance where we've never seen humanity fighting along Godzilla and being on equal footing. We've seen That's Godzilla true. walking around in tanks backing him up or mm-hmm. foot soldier, but nobody can compare to Godzilla's just raw power. Yeah. But a Jaeger would solve that. You know, we, if we plug the Jaeger into that equation, solved. Oh, yeah. And then we can have Jaeger and Godzilla versus just an army of monsters based on whatever. Oh, not even on. that. What if like other monsters from uh, Monster Island team yeah. up? Because Godzilla has been known to team up with a couple of yeah, buddies. Yeah, Godzilla's oh, dude. fought alongside. That'd be fucking with. crazy. Yep. That would be some crazy ass shit. Yep. I uh, man, just thinking about it. Who, who? All right. Whoever is in charge <laughs> of the next couple Godzilla flicks. Um, those of you who listen, find a way to get this to. <laughs> yeah, really. Because we we just wrote like seventeen movies yep, for you people. Exactly. Just tell them to. Um, Fast forward <laughs> to the good part, and then don't let them hear anything else because we might fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. After they hear the whole Jet Li McJagger thing, they might be like, eh, maybe we shouldn't listen to these guys. Or they'll be like, you know what? Jet Li comes out of retirement, <laughs> we bring McJagger back. I mean, that's a big, big shit, you know? Yep, exactly. All right. Or they'll know. just, or they'll be like, no, we're not bringing, we're not bringing Jet Li or McJagger, and they'll just be like, this one guy's, the guy who pilots those really into Jet Li movies, yep. and this guy just loves the Rolling Stones. So, exactly. All right, <laughs> you every, yep, Hollywood. Do it. Do it, Hollywood. I've been writing... This is the problem. I've been writing scripts for Hollywood forever. Like, I rewrote Spider-Man 3, made it ten times better. Yeah, well, okay. it's Spider-Man 3. I mean, you... Uh, no, I, I, check this out. I don't okay? really want to... No, I put it this way. Check this out. <laughs> Spider-Man 3. You want to introduce the symbiote. Perfect. Fine. That's great. How you did it in the movie was a lot easier than actually how you have to do it in the comics book because there's so many different stories of how oh, yeah. we got... The symbiote. So you yeah. do that. Okay. But he doesn't fight Sandman. I thought Sandman was... I Don't get me wrong. I like Sandman. I just don't Sandman, think he should be... Why in. was he in that movie? Now, this is the thing. I have two scenarios. Two scenarios for this movie they could have gone with. The lizard. He starts experimenting. Becomes a lizard. Yep. Spider-Man then finds out he's a lizard, so he's not really bringing him to justice. He's trying to find out a way to fix him. So then we get Peter Parker doing his science stuff. So they're like, all right, cool. You keep it true to the comic book. What yeah. happens though? They hire Craven the hunter to hunt down the lizard. Yep. So now Spider-Man's conflicted where he's like, I got to save Doc Connors, but I got to take out this guy. And then of course the symbiote starts taking over. So he almost kills Craven. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes he has to get rid of the suit. Now you could throughout that entire movie, introduce Eddie Brock, if you wanted to, where yeah. all this stuff's happening, how you should have ended the movie. He rips off the suit. Everything's good. He saves Doc Connors. Craven goes to jail and everything like that. And literally, you should have done the Marvel thing. At the end of the movie, mm-hmm. he knocks on the door. Aunt May opens up. Oh, hello. He's like, oh. And it's Eddie Brock. And yep. he goes, oh, is Parker here? And it just ends. Yep. And then the next movie would have been Venom. Second yep. scenario. He gets the symbiote. Yeah. 
uh, Green Goblin, Harry Osborn, knows exactly who Spider-Man is now and everything like that. Instead mm-hmm. of going, giving us another Green Goblin, what does he do? He hires a bunch of villains, creates the Sinister Six. Nice. Only way Spider-Man can defeat the Sinister Six is with the symbiote suit. Yep. Two fucking storylines yep. right there. Would have been fine. I have, um, I recently, okay, um, tangent time. Yeah, so, we do it. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, I'm huge into comic books. I mean, I love me some comics. There's nothing better than killing an afternoon. with. I wouldn't like know. Stack. You're wearing a Captain America shirt. Yeah, I thought you yeah, just no, liked America. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I like the shield. <laughs> I just like shields. This, this, this makes me bulletproof, right? <laughs> no, you're just like, no, I just have a bunch of shirts with shields yeah, on exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway. Um, this weekend, I actually picked up for a pretty decent price the Ballad of Beta Ray Bill. Ooh. And I got full run of Ballad of Beta Ray Bill. I also got the full run of Beta Ray Bill, God Hunter. And nice. two of my favorite stories, Beta Ray Bill is without a doubt my favorite iteration of Thor. Oh, yeah. Because he's, I don't, ever since I was a kid, I've always liked Thor, but then... Beta Ray Bill just kind of came along, and I was like, he's like better Thor. Yeah. I like Beta Ray Bill way more than I like Thor, because Thor's always like, I'm Thor, and I'm mm-hmm. angry, and I'm a god. I like it, Crash yeah. type of thing, you know? Just But Beta Ray Bill is just, you know, I am a Corbinite who was genetically and uh, mechanically augmented. Now I have this weird horse face, and I'm mm-hmm. all, you know, creepy and terrifying, but I'm super powerful, yes. but I'm all noble and whatnot. So I was like, eh, I'm, I'm down with the Beta Ray Bill. Very um, nice. So I got those uh, comic runs, and I've said a million and one times, there are fantastic stories in the comics already. Yes. If you just pull from the comics, you cannot mess up a comic book movie. Like uh, Captain America Winter Soldier just came out. Mm-hmm. They basically pulled the story directly from the comics, and from what I've heard so far, it's the best. Uh, oh yeah, it's the best Marvel movie that's come out. Yes, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, you know, it's really good. That was a really good story. Who wrote that?" Marvel did way, way, yes. way back in the well, day. Well, and they, yeah, that's the thing, and that's the same thing that happened with X Men: Days of Future Past. Mm. They pulled that right from the strip. Sure, they switched a few things around to follow what they've already did. But I said this. I go, look, we don't have to do reboots anymore. What X-Men did fixed the entire X-Men franchise movie-wise. Like, there was, like, the first film, the second film. A lot of people hated the third film. Then you gave us the original Wolverine. Then you did... uh, then you did uh, First Class, yep. and everybody was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Everyone was like, oh, we're doing a reboot. We're going back in Ew. this way. And then they did the Wolverine movie, which yep. was better than the Origins, but not like not up fantastic. to – Not fantastic. But, and oh, then uh, yeah. you do Days of Future Past, and you just fix everything. Yep. And now you're like, you know all the characters. These are everybody who's coming back. Yep. No one died. Oh, guess what now we're doing? Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> like literally, you exactly. fuck up a comic book series, you could just be all like – Let's just say, like, you know, just fucking pull, pull, grab something from the goddamn comic books yes. and just be like, oh, Spider, like, Spider-Man went into an ultimate dimension, yep. and now he's, uh, now he's played by Andrew Garfield, you exactly. know? You could have just... Exactly, and that's the thing. When it comes to comics, there are... I was never bothered by kind of the idea of reboots and the idea of rewriting different stories uh, because I love comics so much. Comics change shit so often. Trying to keep... Spider-Man yeah. story straight from beginning to end along the Marvel timeline is impossible. Yes. You are going to forget something somewhere, and when you do, some fanboy who knows that but forgot something else is going to jump on your ass and be mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you're not... Yeah. But, no, it's impossible to keep all those stories straight, but they have phenomenal stories. I actually was uh, at that comic shop I was just talking about. I found the entire run of Days of Future Past. Uh, it was... I think it's up to $75 now for the whole thing, yeah. which, you know, homie doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> but but if I had had $75 to spend, actually, no, I would have bought a lot more beyond Days of Future Past, <laughs> but, you know, that's yeah. just me. No, but yeah, that's the thing. It's like you have to realize like all this stuff is being written now. It's already there. You just have to take it mm-hmm. and format it to film. That's what, that's okay. That's exactly what I said. We're really off tangent. Uh, we'll get back to Godzilla. Just I just have to. I mean, fucking Avatar. 
not the uh, James Cameron one, but fucking Last Airbender. Yeah. How did you fuck that up, Midnight? It was right there in front of you. Yep. And you still fucked us. Yep. And then you fucked his name. The worst part, the worst part is Shyamalan is actually the creator of the cartoon show. Or he's not the creator. He was a producer of it. Oh, fucking. Like, he was directly involved with the creation of Avatar The Last Bender, the cartoon show, which is why he was given the rights to do the movie, because they thought, oh, this guy sat in on the meetings that created this show. Uh, he'll probably be able to do the movie, right? Nope. Oh, no, he fucked that big time. Yep. Like, I don't know where he found the kid actors. He took all the humor out of it. Yep. And then even just, and then, okay, I don't know about you. I've seen Avatar. I've seen all season. I mean, watching yeah. The Legend of Korra, because yep. it's fucking good. It is phenomenal. You get to the point. What's his name? Ang. Yeah. What do they say in the movie? Ang. Yep. How did you fuck? They say it like, it's not just like, his name is Ang, and that was it. Just in the first episode, they're like, well, oh, what is okay. this bald guy's name? What the is his worst, name? I don't know his yeah, name. The first part is, it's, he, his reasoning behind that whole mess is, oh, well, in traditional China, it's Ang, not Ang. That's fine. But if you're going to go traditional Chinese, don't put a white kid actor as Ong. Yeah. Like, make it an actual Chinese actor if you want to go traditional Chinese. Well, that was the thing. Because nobody's buying this uh, white boy walking around calling himself Ong. Nobody's buying it. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't. And the. Yeah, yeah the, like, he fucked up the entire, like. Yeah, the entire shit. Oh, well, like uh, the entire fucking color scheme, okay? Yeah, it's like or, I'm, like the Fire Nation to me, I thought, in the show, we're Americans. That's what the Americans would do. We would just set fire to everything because yep. we're a bunch of dicks. And damn good at it. And we're damn good at it. Then you had like <laughs> the then you had like the Eskimos, the Water Nation, everything that yep. makes sense. And then like uh and then all of a sudden they were just like, Oh, the rock people are Chinese. And then the whole thing with the fire. Like the guys had to put fire down to actually make it, yeah. even though they were able to create it. Out yeah, of it. it's like that was again, yeah, and and that's the thing. Um, before we get back to Godzilla, Shyamalan has real okay. Shyamalan is basically what happens when talent goes unchecked. Yes, basically when you put talent in a room and all you ever tell it is yes, you get M Night Shyamalan because he is a very talented director, but nobody on his staff or nobody on his set has the balls to tell him no because Sixth Sense proves that he knows what he's doing. Unbreakable yeah, proves he knows what he's, he's doing. doing. But when you don't have somebody to temper your kind of creative vision, you get stupid shit like uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. You get stupid shit like The Happening mm -hmm. or After Earth. After Earth, Like, yeah. it's just, there's nobody to be tell you, hey, Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and so you think all your ideas are great, and it's just not how it works. No, actually, what he should do at the end of every movie, and like his twist, like, hey, there wasn't a twist at the end of the movie. He just turns around in a chair and just goes, the twist was you actually came and paid me. Mm -hmm. And then just swivels away. Yep. Just like, what the fuck? But we will say this. Okay, we're getting back to Godzilla right now. So next week, I don't know what we're going to dive into. We might talk about the first Godzilla movie. I'm actually thinking about, do you remember the original Hanna-Barbera cartoon of Godzilla? Yes. I'm oh thinking if that's on Netflix, I say we find maybe a few episodes to yeah. watch. And we'll like pick out different ones, and we'll go like, was this a good idea? Was this a bad idea? And uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the old school Hanna Barbera cartoon show, not the new one yeah. that came out after the movie, which was funny because it was by the same people who did like the Men in Black cartoon yeah, show and everything yeah. like that. Which the artwork was phenomenal. I it was always interesting to me because again, uh, if you watch that story, that story, the cartoon uh, with Zilla was actually. Uh, million times oh, better yeah. than the actual movie. Than the night I, yeah. I think the movie's biggest issue was the fact that they were trying to just, hey, it's an American Godzilla movie. Yeah. And they're in the cartoon. They were just like, let's just do it the Japanese way. Yeah, they're like, uh, <laughs> let's see if we can make money back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was their thing. Exactly. But, uh, of course, I want to thank uh, Simon for joining me, and yep. hopefully he enjoyed himself and will be back as a permanent host Absolutely. of uh, Godzilla. And, of course, if we find anybody else who wants to join us, uh, just hit us up on the Facebook or Twitters. Or if you know anybody who wants to join us, I'd love to get other input. I'm always trying to – I'm not trying to just make it a two-man show yeah. or a two-woman show or a three-woman show or maybe just a three-woman show in my bed. But that's besides the point, people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm Yep. <laughs> but uh, anyways, of course, don't forget to give us a like on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash COD site Omega cast. Also follow us on Twitter at site Omega. Now, question for you. Do you want to have a question 
that we can tweet out or Facebook out that people can answer. Uh, if you have a question to ask our fans to see what they think of anything, uh, what, what would you like to talk topic-wise? Um, actually, I was going to say, uh, it, uh, if you could see a... Because they redesigned Godzilla. Yes. If you could pick a creature to redesign, uh, which creature would it be? Because Ooh. for me, I... I really, really like King Ghidorah. Oh my God, that would be and to see a redone King Ghidorah the way they did Godzilla, that would be just because oh in God. the in the original shows his head's just wobbling yeah, everywhere yeah. and his tail's constantly going crazy and his wings, you know, yeah, yeah. When he's landing on the ground they flap, but when he flies they're just straight and it's yeah. To see a redone King Ghidorah, even uh. What's his name? The Mecca. Mecca Godzilla. Oh, Mecca. Oh, yeah. Where one of his heads gets broken off, and they built him a third. Uh, yep. Yeah, the third one that's third a robot. That's oh, yeah. That would be that would be cool. Oh, that's a okay. Yeah. So our next week, uh, or not next week? Question. I think we're gonna try doing this every biweekly podcast. Yeah, every two weeks. Uh, every two weeks. So um, not sure when this one goes up, and not sure about the date yet. So we will post it and tell everybody. But okay, for so if you're listening to this, uh, in the if you can have any monster in the Godzilla series redesigned with the n- brand new Godzilla, who would it be, and why? Uh, mm-hmm. so just forget to hit us up on the Facebook page if you want to. Uh, at uh, site Omega on Twitter, so if you want to tweet it out, we will. I will drop this question as soon as the show uh, premieres, so you guys should have enough time. Since we're doing biweekly shows, you guys should have enough time to get your answers in, and then yeah, just write us up, and we'll get a uh, we'll give you a shout out on the show. And uh, again, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. We are just code name site Omega on the iTunes. Uh, and uh, again, you can follow us on Facebook and me on Twitter and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, I'm trying to think. I haven't come up with a good closeout line yet for the show. I feel like a good closeout line for this show is a Godzilla roar. Well, I have that. <laughs> like this is what, actually it's it's not in the actual show right now. But um, what uh, I usually do is I have that uh, Blue Ostercoat song uh, Godzilla that plays, and right when that, that ends, sounds... like it fades out, it does the Godzilla roar, that and that, sounds fantastic. and that's how I end it with, uh, that's how I end the show with, like, we'll All do right. the closeout music of that, but there's always, like, a, a saying we always have at the end of every show, right. I have one for Longbox Cast, which I keep fucking up, so I gave Kyle to be like, just go ahead and say it, because I'm, I'm keep going ruining it, yeah. and Godzilla, I haven't really found one yet, I don't know, right. uh, let's, uh next... let, let's do, let's do, uh, let's do a two-part question, and then on the old Twitterverse, okay. uh, let's, Favorite uh favorite monster to redesign. Also, how should we end this podcast? Yeah, what should be our closeout segment? The only thing I could say is uh, America, don't don't fuck up Godzilla. Yeah. Or I, the other one was uh, get off Godzilla's dick was another one. Yeah. I don't think any of these kind of work real well. I want to like it really. Um, we, oh, yeah. how about this? We might not be the king of the monsters. But we are right now the king of this podcast. Yeah, there we go. Never mind the two-part question. We got it. We got it. It's been nailed. We got this by the ass. All right, guys. Until next time. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.